Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. You can learn more about us on our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. And as I always say, thanks to all of you in the listening audience, 203 affiliates coast to coast. We appreciate all of you out there listening to our broadcast. My producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Again, this is your show, America. If you have questions or comments, or we can help you with anything, please feel free uh, to give us a call. We are happy to do that. Or go on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. By the way, all these shows are posted on our podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spreaker, coast to coast across the USA. So you hear this show today. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, and you want to tell somebody about it. Tell them to go up on the website, look at the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or Spreaker. Everything is up there. You can listen to the show at your leisure or explain to somebody else. If you have needs regarding health care or health insurance, if you're needing Medicare, if you're needing individual health insurance or short-term, the lovely Joyce Thompson is always available to help you at 877-385-2224. And if you're looking for employer-sponsored health care, um, Sue Denninger, who is truly an expert in the field, whether it's small group, large group, captive, or self-funded, you can also reach her at 877-385-2224. Anywhere in the country, even in Guam. Yes, we did actually write a policy there. So if you need help wherever you're at, feel free to call either one of those two ladies at 877-385-2224, and they will be happy to help you. All right, so a lot of you have seen the video that we did um, with Nate Ruby um, <clears throat> from From the Earth, and this is the new um, facility that's going to be opening. There's three of them actually opening, and Nate is kind of the brainchild behind this uh, here in Kansas City. So I did the videos. Uh, Brenda Dreyer here at Tico Productions put this together, and I was so fascinated by what I saw uh, and what I think this is going to do um, that I asked him to come in and do a radio show. So we have in studio with us Nate Ruby, who is the owner of From the Earth, and they have three facilities here in Kansas City. We're going to talk about that. We have Ethan Thampy, who is a lobbyist who actually got this thing through, steered it through uh, the Missouri legislature. And we have Dr. Logan in studio with us today, and she is going to talk about the medical uh, applications and how all this works. Dr. Kelly Logan, a little bit about her. Um, she is a Des Moines University College osteopathic medicine graduate with health sciences. She has a master's of public health, a master's of health administration, and a bachelor of arts of English. Um, Dr. Logan's private practice is located in beautiful Brookside. For those of you in Kansas City, it's where I live. That's why it's beautiful. And uh, her facility is right there on 
63rd Street. We'll talk a little bit about that. She does work with physical medicine, rehabilitation, um, outpatient long-term skill levels, advanced wound care, hospice, palliative, male hormone issues, PTSD. She's got quite an extensive resume, and I'm very happy that she took the time to be in here today to talk about the medical side of that. But before we get to that, I'm going to ask Ephem to talk a little bit about Ephem. This took a long time to do. Yeah. <laughs> so talk a little bit about the process, how it got done, um, and, and then where we are today. So depending on how old you are and where you came into this uh, whole deal, you know, you, you know, you might have seen this in the last two to four years. You might have seen this in the last 10 years. You might have seen this in the last 20 years. Um, or you might look at this as a movement that had that kind of emerged after the uh, Nixon era uh, creation of the war on drugs, you know. Um, so, uh, and, and, you know, almost immediately since, um, you know, Nixon began enforcing federal, you know, cannabis prohibition, you, you saw, um, uh, you know, particularly uh, specific ethnic and racial groups targeted. Uh, Nixon would, did not like hippies, Jews, or black people, <laughs> um, um, as, as, as we uh, know from uh, history. Um, and, and, you know, during the 80s, you saw the Reagan era, you know, Joe Biden era um, ramping up of drug prohibition. Um, and then you see you're be- beginning to see in the late 80s, uh, people like Ethan Nadelman and um, the Linda Smith Foundation really begin to articulate a coherent intellectual pushback against marijuana and drug prohibition generally. In Missouri, um, I think we kind of start in 2004. Um, when Anthony Johnson, who's a noted figure in, in marijuana policy reform and, uh, and a Missouri, University of Missouri law school graduate, um, kind of helmed a municipal ordinance campaign in Columbia, Missouri. And that ordinance campaign resulted in um, ordinances at the city of Columbia that uh, protected medical marijuana patients with a doctor's recommendation from arrest and uh, told Columbia Police Department that marijuana possession was her lowest law enforcement priority. So that happened 16 years ago. Um, about 10, 11 years ago, I was part of a small group that uh, kind of coalesced and began working on uh, the next stage of this, which was medical marijuana reform. At the time, there was a unanimous agreement that we would have to move forward by ballot initiative, um, which, you know, we, which resulted in a a significant ballot initiative effort in 2016 and 2018. The 18 effort was ultimately successful. Um, you know, in, in 2014, however, the Missouri legislature began examining the issue, and I began working in the legislature to um, advance this this cause. So um, back then, it was, uh, you know, kind of the younger crowd of electeds that were really taking this on. Uh, like Kayla Browden, who's then a representative from uh, uh, Columbia, Missouri, or um, Eric Schmidt, who was a senator from St. Louis, and uh, Caleb Jones, who is a representative from Southern Boone County. But Eric Schmidt and Caleb Jones in 2014 did something truly extraordinary, which was, um, you know, Eric, who's now our, our attorney general here in Missouri, he has a, uh, a son, I believe, who has a seizure or epilepsy disorder. And this is when the advent of cannabidiol, cannabidiol or CBD as a, as, a, as a compound that you could extract or derive from the cannabis plant um, was beginning to uh, be noticed and recognized by the scientific community as a therapeutic for seizure and epileptic disorders. And Eric Schmidt, who is a 
very conservative Republican in the Missouri Senate, and Caleb Jones, who's a very conservative Republican in the Missouri House, did something I have never seen before in my career, which was they got together and they forced through a CBD uh, access bill that created two nonprofits in the state of Missouri to provide uh, and supply CBD for um, uh, epileptic uh, patients, uh, pediatric patients, um, and they passed that bill in 30 days. That Amazing. Never happens in the legislature. It's First certain. time bill, yeah. you know, and they pass it in 30 days. Never seen anything like that. Usually it takes two or three years to pass a, a good bill that has that's widely popular and is a lot of support. Right. <laughs> so that was a big deal. That was a big deal. So now we come to the you medical know, marijuana initiative, which allows people like Nate to open his business and doctor to certified people. That's all done deal now. Yeah. So in 2016, we had a failed ballot initiative effort. We also had a failed bill in the Missouri legislature, General Assembly. Um, but that set the stage for 2017 and 18. So you saw uh, both legislation advance in that um, in that in that time frame. You saw the Missouri House actually approve a wide ranging marijuana, medical marijuana bill by a vote of 112 to 44. Um, and we ran out of time in the Senate, essentially. Um, and then we had three different ballot initiatives that kind of organized on this issue. And one of them eventually ended up being the successful one. And that set the stage for licensing and build outs. Um, and, uh, you know, we're about two or three months away from uh, market opening, um, which is, I think, Nate's end. Yeah. So it's 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 remarkable. Our question to you, though, Ethan, are you seeing, you know, Missouri certainly didn't lead the way on this. You've got Colorado, California, Nevada, yeah, yeah. all and these I was, places. Are you seeing other states now start to look at this model Missouri put in place and say, you know what? They did it there. It's not this is not recreational marijuana. People, I want to make that clear. This is a medical marijuana use. Are you seeing other states mimic what Missouri did now? Well, um, you know, this year we have Nebraska, we have Mississippi that have uh, similar movements. Um, Missouri is definitely a conservative state that they'll look to. Another state I'll point to is Oklahoma, okay, which passed the nation's most free market medical marijuana law in 2018. Uh, they'll also look at, at Arizona, which is also a similarly conservative state with a well-developed, mature marijuana market. Colorado is another good example. It's yeah. more of a swing state. You know, you have a, about an equal population of Republicans and Democrats there. But, you know, we've had you've seen really Colorado lead the way in a lot of this. So I think states are kind of experimenting with a number of things. Um, I think, you know, if I were Mississippi or Nebraska, I'd be looking at Missouri, Oklahoma, Arizona, Colorado, Alaska, um, which yeah. is a very conservative state as well that actually uh, legalized adult use uh, marijuana in 2014. All right, so there you have it, folks. That's how we got where we are here in Missouri, and I know this is you know broadcasting nationally. The purpose of this, though, was to explain it to you so you understand the basis. We come back from the break, then I'm going to talk with Dr. Logan and with Nate about what all that means now to the public here in Kansas City and throughout the state of Missouri. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be back with more right after the break. Back, you're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com. Hey, not only are there videos up there about Nate Ruby and his from the Earth Center and what they're going to be doing here in Kansas City, but you might find some of them on health insurance kind of interesting, especially the ones I did with Kong. 
the supersized German Shepherd. If you if you want to laugh and have a good time and learn something at the same time, go up on the website and look at those videos. They're pretty good. All right, so back again in studio with me, Dr. Kelly Logan, Nate Ruby, and Ephraim Thampi. We just finished talking about how we got to where we are in Missouri right now. Um, and then Ethan talked a little bit about some of the other states and what they're doing and how some of the states like Oklahoma, Mississippi, et cetera, are starting to look at some of the things Missouri did and how they have, you know, they are becoming successful at moving this thing forward. So l- let's go to you now, Nate, and let's talk. I've been to your facilities. You know, we shot the video there and you're still in the process of putting it all together, the one over on Truce. This had to be a real... <laughs> A real journey. You're, you've got a pharmaceutical background. Uh, it had to be a real journey to get to the point where you could actually open these three facilities, Nate. Yeah. So I, it's actually my mother uh, and my family in general that has a pharmaceutical background. Okay. I'm actually a current law student at a University of Missouri, Kansas City, right now. No, I'm only yeah. kidding. No. <laughs> my daughter's an attorney in Los Angeles, so I have a right to say that. Anyway, go ahead. So yeah, we've owned our family's owned basically uh, locally owned, family owned uh, pharmaceutical. Um, companies basically throughout Kansas City. Uh, it was called Bruce Smith Drugs. Um, this is something you know my grandpa was kind of interested in. Um, my family just as a new wave of medication, and that's why my mother and I started pursuing this. So that that was kind of the basis for pursuing it. Um, and you you said something you know I, I want to reemphasize to the audience the medical application. Your grandfather. Okay, so your, your grandfather would probably be about my age. So that's remarkable that your grandfather you know, looked at this and thought this had medical applications. Yeah, he was uh, he was never for it, like to sell it. Right. But he saw the the effects that it's had on people, uh, especially people with Parkinson's, uh, which he suffered from as yeah, well. Yeah, and that's interesting because when we did the videos, you talked about that. So d- tell that little anecdote you did about Parkinson's because that was kind of interesting. Yeah, so are you talking about the video? Yes, I am. Yeah, Yeah. so it was kind of a video showing a patient, basically, uh, in a doctor's office, uncontrollably shaking. Uh, He went up a joint, and within five minutes, everything was under control. Sitting there having a normal conversation and everything. So, doctor, let's, you know, segue to that a little bit. You know, you've got an extensive background here in, in various types of medical treatment, very clinical uh, in terms of what you do, you know, we could probably go through a hundred different medical conditions that this treats for. Um, you're 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 partnering with the people from from the earth now, so that folks here can get a prescription. So talk a little bit about how that works. What do they have to do to get a prescription? And they can reach out to you, obviously, and do that. What does it take? Is it a long, involved process? Medical records? How does all that work, doctor? It's about a three-part process. It's really not. It's really not that difficult. Um, it's been very user-friendly. Uh, the first thing you do is find a physician, such as myself, and there's plenty of us out there now. A couple of years ago, there weren't. Um, that will review the medical record. Um, pull out diagnoses that are within the nine diagnoses Missouri has said are allowable for certification. So there's nine diagnoses. There's nine solid diagnoses, and then there's two sort of um, that are a a little bit more extensive where we can then as physicians write in something a little bit more specific. So the first part is getting an appointment with that physician and then bringing your medical record with sitting down with the physician and, and filling out the certification form. The second part is then getting into the Missouri.gov site 
to register for or apply for certification. So does the patient do that, doctor? Yes, okay. they do. As a matter of fact, we can we can sort of guide them, but we cannot do it for them. But again, it's really, really easy. It's very user-friendly. So then you get into the Missouri.gov site, and you're going to have to upload my certification that I write, a driver's license proving you're a Missouri resident, and a couple of other things, and then pay the fee. That's really pretty simple. It is very simple. And then you hit send. And then the third part is the state of Missouri has 30 days to review that application and then come back with a yes or no uh, answer. And if the answer is yes, which usually I don't know if I've ever had someone rejected because when we go through a medical record, I put I put every diagnosis down that I see that's in their history. But um, then they get their certification card, and it's good for one year. And I do think they have an option to do a two-year card. So the card is only good for one year? It's good for a year. Okay. Or, or I do think it's sort of like license plates. Okay. <laughs> you, know? you can have you a one-year option. Year and put it on your... Or you can do a two-year option, you okay. know. So um, now... And if they t- do they have to recertify at the end of two years? Yes. I mean, I d- yes. That's how in a medicinal situation, in a medicinal state, which Missouri is... That certification would have to continue every year or two until either you didn't utilize the medication anymore or we became a recreational state. So, Nate, someone walks into your facility and they say, I've got osteoporosis, I've got arthritis, um, I've got ulcerative colitis. Do your folks then guide them to the edibles? the lotions, the whatever they're going to use to help with that particular situation? Yeah, there's a entire process uh, for that. Um, and basically make recommendations off, you know, what the patient's suffering from, what they're looking for. You know, you have everything from smokable flour to topicals, uh, edibles, uh, drinks, concentrates, wax. Basically we'll wax. A, wax? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's a variety of products that can basically fit a uh, almost any patient's uh, ailment. Um, on top of that, there's a variety of strains. You know, you'll have really high CBD strains that are, you know, 5 to 1 CBD to THC, or you'll just have strains that are really high in THC that could be up to 28, 30% THC. So it's really about working with the patient and figuring out what works for them and what doesn't and kind of going from there. You know, as new users come in, we always recommend starting with microdosing, uh, which is about 2.5 milligrams, okay. kind of going up from there. Okay. Ethan? Yeah, one, I wanted to add one thing that uh, we're working to bring uh, Dr. Logan together with and uh, Nate's group with is a, a partnership with an Israeli company called Neomedic that has over a decade of clinical data on marijuana use with a variety of uh, conditions and and. Uh, in, in context of, uh, you know, using not just cannabis as medicine, but other drugs as well. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see From the Earth really have a groundbreaking uh, protocol in place with Dr. Logan and, and uh, this Israeli company to provide very data-based product decisions. Yeah. You know, I think it's important for the audience to hear that even because is, I, I reemphasize this and I'll reemphasize it again. We're not talking about something you're going to sit in your car and get stoned on, okay? The, the purpose behind this is to give people access to a medical solution to a particular problem. Have we come back from the break, I'm going to talk at length about that with Dr. Logan. We're going to talk about different applications, who can use it, what can they expect from it, and 
how how to use it. So we come back from the break. We'll, we'll talk more about this. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network coast to coast across the USA. If you want to reach out to Dr. Logan, the website is www.thrivekc.com. She's in beautiful Brookside on 63rd Street. And from the Earth facility, there's three of them. I'll give you one. I'll let Nate do the other two. We come back from the break. It's going to open at 62nd Truce. They're about two months away. Um, and you'll be able to go to the facility and actual purchase. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the fruited plain here on the HIA Radio Network. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. All right, so you're listening to this now, okay? You're interested. You live in Kansas City. You live somewhere in the metro. Maybe you live someplace else in Missouri or on a lot of stations around the country, as you know. Um, you go up on the website. The podcast is up there. The information is up there. You can download that and listen to it. Um, it's all there on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Also, if you're here in the Kansas City metro and you want to reach out to Dr. Logan, her website is www.thrivekc.com, thrivekc.com. You can also call her at 816-569-5475. So that's her information. From the Earth, Kansas City, three clinics, three clinics, correct? Three facilities, Nate? We got three in Kansas City, uh, one in Raytown, and one in Independence, Missouri. Okay, so information on them is on their website, which is? Fromtheearth.com. Pretty easy, right? Yeah. Okay, fromtheearth.com. They're updating the website so you know when they're going to open. All right, you'll know when these stores are going to be open and when you can go in and actually visit in the stores. All right, so, Doctor, let's go to this part now because this is the part that I find fascinating. Uh, as you and I talked before the show, I'm a Vietnam veteran. There are a lot of guys came back that had PTSD. I know that this particular the use of marijuana uh, for PTSD is effective. That's just one. Uh, my wife has ulcerative colitis. Um, you know, I, I know that it's used for treating ulcerative colitis. I know people have arthritis. There are topicals. You, so talk about all the different trees. You said there's nine protocols now. Let's talk about how that works. Well, there's nine that are just absolute out-of-the-water no-brainers is what I call them. So HIV AIDS is one. Uh, terminal illness is one where then you know then you fill in the blank on what the terminal illness is even COPD emphysema breathing disorders to which we have no cure cirrhosis anything that we have no cure for those are considered terminal illnesses so that's kind of where it becomes a lot more broad okay but also migraine headache is on there which that's is great you know yeah. migraine headache is on there I've battled uh, getting FDA approval for th- several things for migraine headache in my 20 years but then also chronic musculoskeletal conditions and neuropathic pain conditions such as diabetic peripheral neuropathy, um, chronic daily spasms. Again, a seizure disorder and epilepsy is huge. That And one of the nice things is all of these diagnoses were put on at the same time. So Missouri, I, there's some states that have not done that. They've done like two or three diagnoses and then they would re-vote and add a couple more. So we kind of got a long list of diagnoses that Thanks we could go Ethan through and his hard work exactly yes yeah, Eva. I, I want to uh, point out that the veterans movement was extremely important in this yes. process so i worked with the uh, former state commander of the missouri association of veterans association organizations and several different veteran groups but part of the process is we brought in dr sue sisley who has the first fda cannabis trial approved her intractable ptsd in american combat veterans 
um, into Missouri and had her meet our now gov Governor Mike Parson. We had her meet uh, leaders in the legislature and do an educational tour at, at Washington University where she gave a whole day seminar to the postgraduates um, and, the, and the faculty. Um, but the veterans movement has been in extremely important in advancing this. And part of the reason, as everyone knows, is, you know, some of these issues that veterans come back from combat with, the VA does not have a good solution to, so they just give nope. them a lot of pills. That's what they do. That is yeah. not, not a very viable situation. Yeah. Nate? Yeah, on top of that, um, we have a retail sales tax, and it's a 4% retail sales tax. And that 4% goes to the veterans. I did not know that. Yep. That's really good to hear. So you, that, that's interesting. That does have an, Doctor, talk a little bit more about some of the clinical uses here for this because, um, you know, we've gone through some, but, you know, people that have colitis, people that have arthritis, talk about some of that. Sure. And so there's, the, there's this whole, and Nate kind of touched on this earlier when he was talking about the things that are going to be available in his store. You know, if you, there's a lot of things that are also concomitant. So we have a lot of pain issues, musculoskeletal pain issues, osteoarthritis, degenerative joint disease, disc disease, um, herniated discs. Uh, we have neuropathic pain. We have lots of different types of pain and issues, but it's also what's interesting and why I love this so much medicinally is you can do a combination where it is like Nate was saying earlier, it's maybe a higher CBD and a lower THC works perfect for somebody that has DJD <clears throat> or osteoarthritis, you know, and it works really, really well as a topical as well, you know, and so there's so many nice, uh, reasons to use something like that because it's not having to be digested through the liver and the kidneys and all these other things right all the other medical things or, or smoke it and bring it in your lungs if people right. don't want to do that you know a lot of medicinal a lot of medicinal marijuana is not it's smoked. edible it's edible or it's a tincture or it's a topical although i will point out that the first cannabis fda trial was specifically on smoked marijuana because um Inhaling it into your lungs is the fastest possible way to get into your bloodstream. But the edibles can work. It, you, you know, it just it takes long to get there. But the so, time frame is just yeah. A little, so talk a little bit about because when you say CBD and THC, so the honest knows what you're talking about. THC is the component found in cannabis. CBD is. <laughs> this is an even so, question. Uh, <laughs> the cannabis I, plant. <laughs> the cannabis plant is a biologically or pharmacologically complex organism. Right. It produces hundreds of of uh, medically applicable compounds, terpenes, and, and cannabinoids particularly, which technically uh, cannabinoids are monoterpenoids, right? So there's a fa so ca cannabinoids represent a, a family of roughly 110-odd uh, compounds first identified by an Israeli scientist, Raphael Mikulam, um, and these act systemically in your body to um, um, regulate the, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the word, the uh, Autonomic nervous system? Yes. Sympathetic and parasympathetic yeah, nervous yes. systems? Um, Boy, am I glad you guys are saying that, not me. <laughs> Holy cow. Nate's glad, too. Yes. Anyway. So, um, you know, THC and CBD and the rest of the cannabinoids, most of which we've identified but do not have any research on, um, act to promote homeostasis and, uh, um, you know, activate, you know, CB1 and CB2 re receptors at the cellular level, which are responsible for regulating a vast uh, uh, number of systems in your body so i'm watching you nod your head yeah doctor. yes because yeah. that translate in that translates into you know it has a huge anti-inflammatory effect medicinal marijuana has a huge anti so that's why so so like with ulcer ulcerative colitis that's an inflammatory process yeah, rheumatoid arthritis is an wife, inflammatory yeah. process all of these are inflammatory processes and we have very 
limited uh, medications, and most of them have incredibly side detrimental effects. side effects yeah. to people. Yeah. But we also Steroids see is oh, typical, absolutely, and, and, absolutely, yeah, and they're devastating because my it, wife's been on long-term on, effects yeah. of that, including fracture, osteoporosis, brittle bones, you know, all among a lot of other things. But what we do notice is in the whole full spectrum of the plan, as Ethan was talking about, is we do have anti-inflammatory effects. That's why it's working. That's why it's included right away on our list of things that we can write for. Right. Because and also, and, and uh, ulcerative colitis is one you can just write for. It is one that is right there so, on the on the. And we can't go into it. We'll do yeah. more of these broadcasts on this because it's a fascinating topic. I want to educate this audience. But take that one issue of ulcerative colitis and talk about so reducing that inflammation which is what it does at the intestine is that an ongoing process do they only take it when they have a flare do they take it constantly to prevent the flare how does that how do you how do you prescribe for that particular treatment that's a great question so and that's part of one of the things that we'll have data from with the study with neomatic and nate and even that we're working on because they have several years worth of data to say, hey, listen, this is yeah. what has worked in the past. Right. They've also got a lot of data that says, hey, this is what's worked in the past and this is how we taper you off maybe an opioid or a steroid or something else. And then how we also introduce um, different <clears throat> types of medicinal marijuana. So, um, but the, the, so I think I got off track. <laughs> but right. if we're talking about ulcerative yeah. colitis. So, um, I'll add, you know, so THC and CBD specifically promote healthy gut microbiomes. Um, they also, wow. CBD also specifically makes the CB1 receptor more uh, more capable of being, uh, of engaging uh, specific other uh, um, endocannabinoids like anandamide. Right. Um, and with the inflammation, anti-inflammatory potential as well. I mean, there's, a, there's compounds that have just been identified in cannabis that have anti-inflammatory potential of up to 30% greater than aspirin, right? Put that all together, you know, we're not sure all the mechanisms that this uh, um, is, is able to work through, but we know that there's there's enough data to suggest it has significant value. Um, and I think that more research will be, allow us to flesh out, you know, the... And, and why this is important to listen to even describes like this. We're not talking about, oh, let's walk in and just buy Correct. a bunch of this, that, or something else. You're talking about a protocol Absolutely. that is based on a diagnosis yes. that then turns around and says, we have access to the data, the yes. same as we have access to data for other types of treatment that, in fact, is going to say, this is probably the best course of treatment for you Correct. to do, and here's, what, and here's how it works. Exactly. And also being able to do a study like that allows us to also take comorbidities take other diagnoses that are in that other people have and other medications that they're using polypharmacology and and be able to safely decrease some of those medications while we're increasing and or coming up to an adjusted dose on their therapeutic medicinal marijuana what an amazing process isn't it fun and, and, yeah and it, you know and and i know a little bit about this topic and i know some of the other issues because i've been dealing with this for a long time especially on my wife's side but listening to you all talk about this today is an amazing education we're going to come right back after the break you're listening to america's Healthcare advocate broadcasting here on the hia radio network coast to coast across the usa stay tuned we'll be back the doctor is in the house Welcome back. 
back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Hey, pretty interesting, huh? Did you hear all of that from Ethan a minute ago and from Doctor? If you want to tell some, maybe you've got an uncle or a sister or a father or a mother or just a friend. That's, we're going to talk about something really interesting in this segment, opioid addiction. But the other things that we've talked about now, go up to the website. Get the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. It's also posted anywhere on the website. You can listen. It's on my Facebook page. Uh, you know, So you can do it at America's Healthcare Advocate on the Facebook page. You can also do it on the website. In studio with me, Dr. Kelly Logan, uh, Nate Ruby, the owner of the From the Earth uh, facilities that are opening here in Kansas City, and Ethan Thampy, who is obviously an expert uh, at this topic, as you've heard him talk about. So if you want information, first of all, um, you can reach out to Dr. Logan at thrivekc.com or 816-569-5475. You're trying to get certified. Don't go try to do this on your own. Go see the doctor and do it the right way. If you want to learn when the facilities from the earth are going to be open, it's fromtheearth.com. That's the website. Did I get it right? That's right. Isn't that amazing? I didn't screw it up. Okay. <laughs> so fromtheearth.com is a website. They're opening it on Truce at 62nd, which is close to Brookside. They're also opening at a number of other locations around the city. You can get all of that um, off of the website and when they'll be open. All right. So you, we talked about this off air. Let's get on this. Opioid addiction. <clears throat> it's a huge problem in this country. Getting people off of it's an even bigger problem. Let's talk about how that interacts in Ephem and doctor, if you would kind of address that a little bit. Sure. And it's actually a proven way to get people off of opioids. Yeah, Ephem? so this is something we have extensive data on. For, so, for instance, in California, where we've had compassionate use since 1996, you've seen a 33% drop in mortality from opiate opi- overdoses. Um, and then there's another analysis that show prescription opioid hospita- hospitalizations decreased by 23%. Um, and then there's just a number of uh, other studies and data that's been collected. Um, uh, you know, f- for one, you know, when you have access to cannabis, there is an analysis, that, a couple of analysis, particularly in Ann Arbor and Jerusalem, that have been done that show uh, opiate use drops by fifty percent in 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 in. in that patients. was actually a study that was done in Israel, correct? Yes. And I, I want to highlight uh, how far ahead the Israelis are ahead of us in clinical research. Right. One things one one of the reasons why federal reform is so urgent is that scientists simply do not have the tools or the regulatory approval right now to do the vital analysis that we need to continue formulating these uh, cannabinoid medis- medical products and to bring them to the mass market. And and and, and you're sitting over nodding your head, doctor. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the difference between doing this and taking a steroid, which you talked about in the other segment, or or taking this and getting off of oxycotton. What I mean. it's so obvious on the face of it. Absolutely. So 20 years ago when I did my grand rounds out of the University of Wisconsin-Madison, my grand rounds with Dr. Franz Macedo, who's also a veteran of the United States Army, our grand rounds were on a uh, 10-year retrospective study looking at the multi-organ dysfunction utilizing opioids in chronic pain management. And we've come a long way in the last 20 years, but I've always been an advocate for non-opioid pain uh, medications and so that's sort of how I got into this because uh, it's just sort of you know so I have all that education on opioids and now all I've spent 20 years trying to find other things other than opiates to put people on for various medical reasons but what a logical solution for people that are trying to get off of this stuff correct I mean it hits it hits all points Nate 
Yeah, you know, I, I can give a great example of this. Uh, my best friend and roommate for, you know, over 10 years, uh, he was hit head-on in a car wreck on 69 Highway, ICU for eight-plus months. Uh, eight ca- months? Yeah. Came out. Uh, doctors prescribed him pretty much nothing but opioids. Right. Uh, he was addicted to those for about a uh, year, year and a half. Um, got off them because of cannabis. Cold turkey stopped. That's amazing. I mean, <laughs> the logic of this is so obvious on the face of it, it that is. if we would, if we would, if we, if if this is a solution that is far less dangerous to people and works and can be managed under a medical supervision, my God, why wouldn't we? It just seems logical to me that this is something that we should be embracing, not running away from. I want to uh, throw in something else here, since you know at the beginning I think we mentioned recreational yeah. cannabis use yeah. and um, uh, auto accidents, so. There is very mixed evidence on this. In fact, there is good evidence that suggests that um, when you have cannabis use in a state, you know, people, you see reductions in binge drinking. Yeah. You see reductions in opiate use. You yep. see reductions in benzodiazepine use and other SSRIs and other, um, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. Um, these all have positive impacts, I think, on impaired driving in the general oh, population. Yeah. Right. So not, not, not to broaden the conversation too far, but... Um, you know, I think you have, um, I think, a larger picture if you want to look at it um, that I think is very favorable. And, and, and from a recreational standpoint, I would have to say that, you know, doing this as opposed to drinking half a pint of gin is probably a little <laughs> better way to do it. Right. I mean, you know, and then getting in a car. And try, so. So, yeah, you know, there is a distinction to be made. And, and that's that's another show and another time to talk about that. But the point is that the. the, the the, the applications this doctor yeah. under medical yes. supervision, as Nate just talked about, his friend's a living example. Absolutely. It, it just, this makes, this just makes perfect sense. Correct. And, you know, we, we've been very limited in what we can utilize with patients, you know, so we have opioids in the last 20 years. We have some more broad neuropathic pain medications. We've, we've seen SSRIs that do cover chronic pain. But when you look at the, uh, when you look at cannabis, I always, when I'm talking to my patients about cannabis, I say this is kind of like killing a lot of birds with one stone because there is antispasmodic uh, properties. There are anti-inflammatory properties. There are, you know, gut-saving properties. There are, you know, there's neuropathic pain properties, musculoskeletal pain properties. I mean, it's all in one one medicine. I mean, instead of taking right. an, an entire drawer full and, of and medications. It, and it's a natural product. And it's a, a plant-based yeah. Thank from you. the earth, which is yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, which, which is uh, makes and, me. And, and this is one, one reason I think why you see buy-in from the uh, uh, religious Christian communities is you know this is a from the earth. It's a gift of God to mankind. You know, so there's this you know uh, undercurrent uh, you know belief of you know this is part of the you know man's stewardship of the earth, and this is something God has given us to. Fascinating yeah. show, people. We're yeah. going to do some more of this. This is really good. The three of you are really really good on this topic. It's great to have you in here. If you want information on Dr. Logan, thrivekc.com, thrivekc.com. If you need to get a card, reach out to her, 816-569-5475. Also, From the Earth, Kansas City, five different locations opening up. Uh, You can go to their website, fromtheearth.com, fromtheearth.com. Thank you all for listening. I I hope this educated all of you on this particular topic. We've, We've talked about this before, and I wanted to do this show to explain the differences, what it can do, and how it can work. So hopefully you were educated by this show today. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. Those words were never truer than they are now. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, America.